3: Armstrong and Getty. Why are you here? We choose truth over facts. Uh, I don't understand what you're saying. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. All right, go, go. Spare
1: us to the theatrics. Behave yourselves.
4: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: So uh, we got this suggestion, <laughs> excuse me, from uh, listener Rob that uh, you ought to have to pass the citizenship test to vote or at least part of it. Maybe some just a few questions, because we've long said if you know nothing about nothing, don't vote. You moron. Oh. I mean, there's just and and people want to rock the vote and get every just mirror fogger in the world to vote. Oh. Well, I know why that is, because if you know nothing, you're more easily, uh, you know, duped. But so uh, let's give let's give a little of the quiz right here. See if we're eligible to vote. Now I have the answers in to front be, of
4: me. This is to become a citizen. Is that what this? Yeah. Test but, oh, is? yeah.
3: Right. Right. Sorry. This is the citizenship test,
4: which I didn't realize there was one.
3: Yeah. The, oh, to this to extent. Be sworn in and I thought it was just yeah. like
4: a few questions or something.
3: Well, what's interesting? No, it's it's tons of it's 128 questions. Interestingly. Now, what if I, what
4: in, if I if I take it and flunk it? Do I get kicked out of the country?
3: Oh yeah, straight to Gitmo. <laughs> I
4: was born here, but guy get, get <laughs> kicked get, get, get sent to
3: Gitmo. You got number seven wrong. Sorry. Uh the civics test is an oral test and the officer will ask you to answer 20 out of the 128 civics question uh, civics test civics test questions Joe number 1 spit out
4: your gum so i only have to get 20 right or number they're two, just going to ask me 20 of these questions they're just going to ask
3: you 20 please okay. pay attention to the directions i just <laughs> stumbled you're, over you're really not going to do well in this you know <laughs> why don't you just go back to your home country we don't think you're america material <laughs> I look around.
4: I go to Walmart. I look around. You're American material.
3: He's just chewing on the pencil. <laughs> <laughs> you must answer at least 12 questions or 60% correctly to pass the civics test. If you are 65 years old or older and have been living in the U.S. as a lawful permanent resident for 20 years or more, you may just study the 20 questions that have been marked with an asterisk found at the end of each question. guys
4: so if you're 65 and you've been here for 20 years, you don't. You, you know, this is. Well, I don't want to get off on this topic, but we have 20 million people living in this country illegally. Right. They well, ain't taking those no tests. people test. are
3: legal. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Good point. Uh, let's see. We did some of these earlier in the show. Why don't I skip ahead? Uh, let's see. Why does each state have two senators? That's a good one. The patriarchy. One, <laughs> white supremacy.
4: Because one isn't enough and three is too many? <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Equal representation for small states. And uh, you could mention the Great Compromise okay, or the I Connecticut thought... Compromise.
4: I mean, if I studied a little bit, I could refresh yes. myself on this, but I would not have been able to answer that.
3: Right. Right. Uh, that could have come close anyway. How many U.S. senators are there? Okay. How long is a term for a I U.S. senator? I was told senator. there wouldn't be math. Who is one of your state's U.S. Senators now? Oof. Oof. Is that Feinstein? And here's a hint. She just got a new gig. (laughs) Oh, Kamala Harris. Yes. Yes. But I think I'll bet in 150-year-old and a half-wit. I don't know.
4: (laughs) We live in a very high-profile state with very high-profile senators. Yes. Um... Is everybody in every state? know? I don't know.
3: I think they're probably in the local news a fair amount. Mm. Uh, what is the supreme law of the land? That would be the... We the people.
5: I, I know this because it was brought up earlier, but I would almost... I think I... W-
4: don't do anything I wouldn't do. Is that the supreme law? <laughs> of the, do the law others? of
5: the jungle. I would
3: have said Supreme Court, but that's wrong. The supreme law of the land is the Constitution.
4: No yeah. rules just right? Is that
3: right? Is that it? <laughs> no, that's uh, the Australian Constitution, as I understand it. The U.S. Constitution starts with the words, we the people. What does we the people mean? Oh, boy. Michael, why don't you jump in here? What does we the people mean?
5: My family. Like, we, we the people, like my family and
3: my friends. and Get out of America. <laughs> Go. Get out. It means landed white males. That's right. White supremacy. We the people refers to self-government, popular sovereignty, consent of the government, people should govern themselves, mm. social contract. just something. Just try to get close. Our change is made to the U.S. Constitution.
5: Game show? white uh, out i'm just the bill wait <laughs> no that's how a bill becomes a law
3: amendments amendments Does schoolhouse rock have an episode on that i don't think so um, i was listening to an interesting um, conversation we the people in order to form a more perfect union yeah they may the amendments may factor into that i
4: was listening to a podcast the other day with a couple of lawyers on there and they did a um a thing on if you could change the constitution what would it be and I thought it was a really, really interesting it would uh, rhyme. thought starter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but they both agreed it should be easier to amend the constitution. They think if you went back and told the founding fathers that in two hundred some years we only did it this many times, they would think it must be too high a hurdle.
3: Hmm. I'd like to hear those arguments. Because
4: it's almost well, actually their point was the way the way the the way the country is currently constituted, it'd be impossible to ever amend the constitution. And impossible is probably not what they're
3: looking for. Uh, yeah, but that I'd rather have that than too easy. Well, you
4: don't want too easy either, right. but there's got to be a sweet spot in there.
3: Yeah, maybe. But I think it's impossible,
4: more or less, right now. But anyway, that's a different topic.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we could argue about that. Name one power that is only flight. <laughs> X-ray vision. <laughs> Please do not ring in... Before I have asked the question, (laughs) Mr. Connery. X-ray vision. (laughs) Regenerative powers which allowed him to get his steel claws in. That's Wolverine. Name one power that is only for the federal government. Oh. The federal government.
4: I thought the question was going to be if you could have any (laughs) superpower. What would it be? Freeze
3: time. (laughs) Uh, Say that again. What was the question? Name one power that is only for the federal government.
4: Mm. Go to war?
3: Yeah, declare war. Sean, do you have one?
5: Think about it. I was gonna say taxes, but that's wrong because there's local taxes,
3: and state and county. Yeah, yeah. Amending the Constitution. No
5: wronger answer than the one you gave. Yeah, correct. That's why I would do horribly on this. I would say uh, make amendments to the Constitution. Final answer. The federal government amends the Constitution. Doesn't have to go through the Senate or something. <laughs>
3: Uh, the possible answers are print paper money. Mm, print money is a good one. Mint, Why can't I do that? Mint coins, declare war, create an army, make treaties, or set foreign policy. Mm. Print money and mint coins, that's the same thing. Exactly. It yeah, kind of <laughs> is. Kind of is. Name one power that is only for the states. Mm, kind of. Hmm. I don't know. Provides oh. schooling and education. I was going to say
4: schooling, but I thought, is that true with the, with the Federal Department, Department of, of Education?
3: It, yeah, but that's there to aid the local stuff. Mm. Policing, would that fa- be
4: yes, something similar? Yes, provide
3: protection. To Good the way, Whoa, No yes. domestic army.
4: You get yes. to live in the United States now. Nah, he gets to straddle the border
3: for a while after that tax answer is. Please, I listened at the beginning. I only need to get a D to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not all the way into war as yet, but you got one foot there. Also provide safety, like fire departments. Give a driver's license, approve zoning and land use. Mm. Uh, let's see. Why don't we do one more? What is the capital of your state? Answers will vary. It says here. <laughs> Can I put that as the answer? <laughs> An- ans- answers will vary. What? Right? <laughs> funny. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's do a good one.
4: All I think right. it'd be awesome if states could declare war. That's well, the only one thing I'd change.
3: Like on other states? Hell yeah.
4: <laughs> or other countries.
3: I tell you what, South Dakota would be in for an ass whooping. (laughs) What are three rights of everyone living in the United States? It's pretty, pretty easy. Ooh, right to party. (laughs) People had to fight for that, too, from my understanding. Oh, right. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, you're, you're, the, and the every life,
5: kid in America should be
3: able to rattle these off. The life, the liberty, the pursuit of happiness? Is that what it's referring to? Freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom ah, of assembly, okay. freedom to petition the government, freedom of religion, the right to bear arms. There you That's go. about tank tops, right? It is. It is absolutely. It's the uh, the tank top compromise <laughs> of South Carolina because it was hot there. Uh, let's see. Well, I feel like doing one more. Eh, no, I don't. I changed my mind. The freedom to do that. That's another freedom you have. Yeah. By God. Uh, colonists came to America for many reasons. Name one. The chicks. The chicks. The chicks is correct. <laughs> they
4: wanted to practice their religion. That's
3: right. Quakers. Shakers. Snakers. Fakers. <laughs> Smokers and midnight tokers.
4: Or, if you believe what's-her-name, they came here because they wanted to keep slavery going. Yeah. They said, wanted to found a country based on slavery. And they keep didn't have slaves. Well, they are going to get some. They had a
3: plan. <laughs> I didn't have a car. That's why I went to the car dealer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. No, it's not.
4: The best masks I've seen, and they say Armstrong and Getty on them. You can get one at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs>
3: of Armstrong and Getty information this is the best of armstrong and getty featuring our podcast one more thing available everywhere get more info at armstrongandgetty.com
4: anywho what were you talking about with languages there might as well jump
5: so uh director actor uh werner werner i believe it's werner herzog um uh now he is in the mandalorian he is the client that hires the mandalorian to go find the baby yoda oh that's why he looks so familiar Has that super thick german I, Mm. i want to see the baby he, he even uh, he had a, he's had a, a couple small instances on The Simpsons. I grabbed this just for reference to help place the voice. My
6: name is Walter Hottenhofer, and I'm in the pharmaceutical business.
5: Yeah, I was wondering when that guy was going to state his name and occupation. Quiet. <laughs> so th- this guy, and he, he,
3: so good.
5: My my favorite story about him in The Mandalorian is that it was they they were originally going to do a CGI baby Yoda. And they had like a little puppet stand-in, and uh, when he learned about this, he went to the director, uh, John Favreau, and called him a coward for not wanting to do a puppet. He's just—he's a very eccentric dude. But he—I don't know what this is from. It seems like some sort of docu-series or just elongated interview with him. But somebody asked him how many languages he speaks, and the answer takes a—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a ride. How many languages do you speak, Werner?
6: Well, uh, not too many. I mean spanish english german and then i spoke modern greek better than english once i even made a film in modern greek but that's because in school i learned uh, latin and ancient greek so from ancient greek to modern greek it's not that far so he started off by saying be for me not that many
5: languages and then he lists like nine languages that he speaks and he's not done
6: and i do speak some italian and uh, I do understand French, but I refuse to speak it. It's the last thing you, I, I would ever do. You can only get some French out of me with a gun pointed at my head or, or something like that. Then I would speak French. It actually happened to me. Uh, yeah, you think that's a hypothetical, but then he goes on to explain
3: how yeah, it's... Yeah, that's n- kind of a common expression.
5: Yeah, yeah,
6: but then he... Uh, no, no, th- this is real. It actually happened to me. I was uh, taken prisoner in Africa and drunk soldiers on a truck, all of them 15, 16 years old, some of them eight, nine years old, and I mean, really scared, one pointing a, a, a gun here, a Kalashnikov, another one here, and another one here, there.
5: Gestures uh, so, too it had a gun pointed at his head, and others pointed at his, like, joints on his
6: knees. Oh. Oof. So that was very unpleasant, because they were all drunk, and some of the... Little ones were stoned, and I tried to explain that they probably arrested the wrong ones. And the uh, s- captain of them shouts at me, "On ne parle français." See, here we are speaking French. so I had to say s- a few things in French. I regret it. Shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you know, the whole German who hates the French thing is a
3: little uncomfortable. Uh, Werner, perhaps you could, uh, I don't know, soft pedal that a little bit. That's... Yeah, if we'd like to march through Paris. If we'd like to, I don't know, cross the uh, the Rhine.
4: I don't perhaps. know. I had a friend from Italy who hated France that much. He wouldn't take a flight if it connected in France. He's he'd, <laughs> World traveler, he'd been everywhere. I've never been to Paris. I'll never set foot in France. Yeah, hated France, and it's so yeah. weird when you're an American. The I, you know, they're all they're all the same. They're just Europe. And we get to go to Europe and see different stuff and eat different food, but right. they just have you know such
3: ancient feelings about these countries, right? And the, and often belligerent and just deep down dislike. So, I wish
4: we didn't have to talk about this part of the holiday season, but it's just true. There's always a rise in break ins during the holidays. And it's why Simply Safe Home Security is having this huge holiday sale right now 50% off any Simply Safe system with a free security camera. Now, you've heard us talk about Simply Safe, and part of the reason it's called Simply Safe is it's simple to use, it's simple to set up. Uh, it takes you about 30 minutes to set it up. It's super easy. You can do it yourself. But you might think, well, okay, it's kind of a light version of security then no it's it's the best in fact it's the best home security of 2020 according to u.s news and world report it won the cnet editor's choice for home security and was named best of 2020 by forbes and popular mechanics so it's great you set it up in 30 minutes then the security specialists take over monitoring your home around the clock ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm get 50 percent off simply safe Plus, a free security camera today by visiting simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Deal expires Friday. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
3: Uh, I spent a week and a half in the Netherlands years and years ago as a young man, and I became aware that everybody was mocking the Belgians as idiots. I passed through Belgium, spent about a day there, found it gorgeous and delightful, arrived in France, where they immediately commenced making fun of the Belgians as morons. <laughs> very strange
4: so you would he would only the only time you spoke french so he learned French. He'll read it, but he won't speak it. But yeah. if he's got a drunk teenager pointing a gun at his knees, if he has been, it, re- but he regrets it for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In,
5: in order to not be kneecapped by gun and shot in the head, I spoke French, but I still don't think I should have done that. I regret it.
4: <laughs> wow. What an interesting life's journey.
5: Oh, I understand pettiness as a negative. It's a net negative for most people's lives, but I cannot be entertained more by it. I don't understand that. <laughs> I, I'm delighted
3: by other people's People's pettiness. Uh, 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 (laughs) Well said. Meanwhile, in Africa, nine-year-olds are hammered and given Kalashnikovs uh, to shoot people in the other tribe. Mm. Nice.
2: Nice.
4: Gruesome.
3: It is gruesome.
4: That Simpsons line was funny.
3: (laughs) I wondered when he was going to state his name and occupation. (laughs) Quiet, you. (laughs) So funny. Lenny and Carl. How do they not have a spinoff? Yeah, no kidding. If this was the 70s, they would have had their own show by now. Oh, did you hear The Simpsons has hired a black actor to voice Carl now? Because it's racist to have... All uh, right. Yeah, I know. Family Guy did something similar with Cleveland, I think. Meanwhile, uh, as uh, I believe Tim Sandifer tweeted, Bart uh, is continued to be voiced by a middle-aged white woman and not a 10-year-old yellow boy. (laughs) Stupid. Check out the great new swag like the new masks at armstrongandgetty.com. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty
4: Show.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show, featuring
3: our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. There are two ways that I enter and leave the building. I have the option. Well, actually three now that I think about it. And or go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. And I went, instead of down the long, narrow hallway, that's one choice, I went through the sales pit, mm. as we refer to it. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bunch of uh, desks. And, it's where the salespeople sit. Used to sit. There are human beings what? in the sales pit. No.
4: Yes! I haven't seen a person in there. No, I haven't seen a single person in there in eight months. There were
3: a total of five.
5: And you're not parking wow. at shadows. These are actual <laughs> living, breathing people here.
3: No, and uh, and the reason I bring it up is my emotional reaction surprised me. It made me happy. Really? Oh yeah, immediate reaction.
4: I'm getting filled with dread.
3: We, nah. Well, that's partly, where I am. Partly, it it happens to be some really good people. Okay. Um, and they're happy and. I said, oh, my God, human beings. <laughs> Hello, humans. And uh, and we chatted briefly. briefly and I, uh, did you tell them, them we've
4: been here the whole time?
3: Yeah. Rifling through their desks. I said, well, I actually, I <laughs> did. I made that joke. I said, oh, my <laughs> Not God. Not a I, joke. <laughs> I walk through here all the time. It's dark. It's silent. And what, for nine months? Uh, Roughly? Close to that, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen
4: a single human being in there since March.
3: Yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half months anyway. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Weird. What a weird time. And I informed them, yeah, I took a bunch of your stuff. So, uh, But uh, they all seem to be in good spirits and, and happy to be back and they admitted it was a little weird.
4: <laughs> they look older? I don't My eyes Invisibly aren't that older? Good. I
3: didn't have my glasses we,
4: we got one co who showed herself to be pregnant and had a kid in the period of time since we last
3: saw her. Right. We had no idea she was expecting.
4: No. I, last time I saw her, she she might have been pregnant, but she you know, wasn't visibly pregnant. And now she has a baby. That's how long since we've seen some of the people we work with. Yeah. And probably wherever you're listening, similar situation.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I haven't had to wait at the coffee machine yet. And I am going to bring in that Keurig, by the way, because I don't want to be breathing in their vid. No. um, uh, But, uh, yeah, it was I was surprised. It was really good to see everybody, um, hmm. partly because those people have a hard job and, and they're good at it and it, it pays for my house. Uh, so it's even harder for them to do their job from home. But it's also amazing, and we've talked about this on the air, The how between, and there's a sign on the door of one of the businesses in this building that says, as of tomorrow, March 16th, we'll be temporarily out. And it, they've been out ever since. That sign is still up there. So I always think in terms of March 16th. But That's funny. It's so weird how it seems like it's been a week and it seems like it's been a decade.
4: Yep. At the same time.
3: Yeah. Which is odd. I'm sure philosophers or poets or neuroscientists could explain that It's to got me. to do
4: with major, major events. Everything, anything that's a big deal is like that. Having kids. Raising kids. I mean it's like that. It's you know in some ways you look at it it just seems like you were a baby yesterday. In mm-hmm. the other in you know other ways it seems like it's been my whole life has been doing this. Right. Um Because it's so impactful.
5: Right. It's like when I perfectly cook a frozen pizza in the oven on the first try. It's very much (laughs) like that. You
3: take it out and it's exactly done. The the,
5: the golden brown cheese. I know I just need to let it sit in the open air for another five minutes or so, because otherwise you'll burn the roof of your mouth.
3: Uh, I remember... I live a lonely existence. (laughs) I'm I'm sad for you. I remember at one point, I can't remember, uh, I had three kids running around the house and... I remember trying my best to remember what I used to do and what I used to think, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, I, and I couldn't.
4: That's the way I am now. Yeah. What did I used to do with any
3: time since I have none now? I mean, I was completely certain that I used to not have kids, <laughs> but I just had no memory of
4: it. It's hard to imagine how I would feel even today. If I wasn't going to go home and be fully involved with children throughout the day. Right. Homework, meals, laundry, everything that goes with having kids. If I didn't have any of that, what would I be doing today? I don't know. Probably take a nap for one thing.
3: Well, I can tell you. Naps are great. You would go home. You'd have a little snack because you, which is me, uh, fight gaining weight every day of my life. You'd grab a big old nap. Oh, <laughs> Taking a nap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then you get up, you'd lounge in your backyard while watching your dog chase lizards, and then you'd uh, probably work out and then do a bunch of show prep.
4: Well, the show answer is whatever you want.
3: More or less, yeah. yeah.
4: I'm better without decisions, though. I've I've come to the realization that having things I have to do and no free will involved is good for me. I do better that way. Yeah. So I'm fine with that.
5: <laughs> to paraphrase, I think it was... the. Uh... Stand-up we played on the show last week. You you don't make decisions, only mistakes.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: Uh, and one more point I was going to make before uh, Michael wraps this up. We were talking about COVID and how long it's been and people coming back to work. Oh, I wonder what percentage of people are looking forward to going back, get away from home or whatever, and what percentage of people are dreading going back and would just as soon permanently stay away. I don't know what the, the split is on that.
3: Well, I know you hated school. Yeah, I did. Which you could get into at some point. Um, I think a lot of people had mixed feelings about going back to school every year, but it was mostly excitement for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, the friends, the action, you know, sports, whatever. Um, and I, I have a feeling a lot of people feel like that. They're thinking this has been really nice, but I kind of like doing what I do. I, I also think there's a, a real
5: chance that people underestimated or undervalued the casual social Engagements that right. happen with just coworkers, right, and just little human-affirming things like making eye contact while you pass somebody in the hall and give them the "Hey, what's up?" nod. Right, um, those yeah. little things yeah. had very big impacts on our lives that I don't well, think we appreciate.
4: We're gonna work out the experiment and see how it goes because a lot of you know companies are gonna decide, "Hey, we're doing fine with everybody home. This is way cheaper. We're gonna get rid of all this office space, and you're gonna stay home." And that can work with people that you already have a relationship with. But man, when you when you start to craft from scratch a sales team or a you know, a, a group that works together, mm-hmm. but they've never actually hung out or rarely hang out and don't talk about how was your weekend or you know, I see your Giants fan too, how was the game over the weekend? I don't think that'll work. It's yep. similar to the school thing we were talking about how last year was one thing. Teaching kids you already had a relationship with. Online versus coming in next year and a group of kids they don't know you you don't know them mm-hmm. which I've heard has been a disaster oh yeah um yeah yeah I don't know I don't know if that'll
3: work well, well so
4: a lot of companies might overlearn this lesson
3: we'll see well right you know it's funny I was thinking exactly the same thing there'll probably be an overcorrection um and and then they'll learn the difficult lessons but uh, you know that's the way humankind is speaking of humans uh, one fun and final note for me and and. Uh, You know, almost never hear people say this, and I'm not quite sure why. Speaking of the salespeople.
4: Cats taste good. You almost never hear anybody say that.
3: (laughs) They're best raw. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You think you can outgross me?
4: (laughs) The best masks I've seen, and they say Armstrong and Getty on them? You can get one at armstrongandgetty.com.
3: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. information this is the best of armstrong and getty featuring
1: our podcast one more thing
3: available everywhere get more info at armstrongandgetty.com jingle bells is not a christmas song it's a winter song
4: maybe that's why they played it at my son's cello concert last night in february because it's not a christmas song do
3: you say monticello you have to say monticello jefferson's house you wouldn't say Monticello because nobody plays the cello.
4: <laughs> so my son plays the cello, he's in fourth grade. Plays using my finger quotes. He just started.
3: Yeah. Um, but he's a beginner. Yeah, that's that's great though. You've got to be willing to be humble to be great, Jack. That may be my all timer. Somebody jot that down. You what gotta do you be not? willing to be humble to be great? Yeah, you have to willing you have to be willing to be bad at something and humble yourself to the learning process. I was I have been fairly bad at that through my life, um, but yeah.
4: There's so many I di- I didn't know that a lot of things, um, you can get better at. For instance, I like tried drawing like twice in my life mm. and couldn't do it in that five minutes I spent doing it. Huh. I guess I'm not an artist, and and I have since learned. Uh, obviously, that's stupid. But my my youngest, who actually does have some artistic ability, and his uh, babysitter's taking lots of art classes. She's really good. Anyway, just there's all kinds of things you learn about it and get better and better and better. And you uh, you practice and you get better and better and better and better. Yeah. And everything. So many things in my life. I just just how much how much talent do I have for it right this instant? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't look like much. Never do that again. Never in my mind life. then. Never mind then. Check it off the list. Never exactly. again. Exactly. Which is silly,
3: really. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. I've just—it's uh, funny you should bring that up because I've always been terrible at the visual arts, like shown zero promise whatsoever. And so I figured, why bother? But I don't know. Maybe that's lacking imagination. But, but on the other hand, now I have three hands. Um, <laughs> if there are plenty <laughs> of other things hand. that I am, you know, just decent at, so I don't know.
4: But you could get a lot better. So I mean, I don't know what your goal was for uh, being an artist or mine. But I don't have one. Yes, Sean. If your mom is an artist, so you know she is. Yeah,
5: but yeah, if you have fun being not good, then yeah, keep doing it, and eventually you'll get better. But if you're if you're not having fun and you're not good and you're not getting any sort of endorphins or good feelings out of it, I don't think you should force yourself (laughs) to be a. You know, no, I will. I will paint still life.
4: Yeah, that's probably something to that because I'm I've got some talent for music, so I enjoy doing it. Yeah, you enjoyed being bad at
5: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, you didn't enjoy being bad at it, but when you first started learning, I was say
3: he's pretty good at it. That was enjoying him a bad musician. Yeah. For? What are you doing? Sean?
5: How good <laughs> a musician are you? Not very.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I so, can karaoke. There you okay. Go. Which reminds me, the uh, Joe Gettys "How to Un- Argue Unfairly" clinics. So, well, I couldn't even <laughs> spit it out. Probably because I have gum in my mouth. Sorry, everybody, I'm chewing gum.
4: So anyway, I got off on a tangent there. So I met my son. Uh, How son's, to
3: argue unfairly, Clint Nix? Uh,
4: his uh, the 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 fourth graders had their first string recital last night,
3: mm-hmm. and there were
4: uh violin. Pl- his best friends playing the violin. There's a viola, which I guess is in between.
3: Yeah, it's a tweener.
4: And then uh, he's playing cello, and they did some very rudimentary songs, which were more or less.
3: Viola is an old lady in the country. Viola is the instrument. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But
4: so they're kind of just running through the scales and stuff like that.
3: Viola is uh, Clem's wife. It was, it was really. Married, uh, nigh on 49 <laughs> years. It
4: was really bringing back memories to me because I had not been in a school music room hall thingy in f- 35 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was just like, it wasn't that much different than the, the little auditorium we had in my high school. It was mm-hmm. about the same size and the chairs felt about the same and every, everything was about the same. And it was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. um, I hadn't been to one of those in a long time, and remember what it feels like as the kid up on stage where it just seems like it's 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 such a big deal, and it's the whole world, and it's not forty fourth graders playing five note songs in front of dozens of people right right um it's just the enormity of it when you're the kid on stage
3: now here's a question for you. you mentioned that they had the beginners and the like intermediates and the more advanced students play at the same show. Did they have the various choirs and, and, and
4: now, this was concert
3: ju- bands and stuff, too? No, this
4: thing was just the strings. She so had the first-year strings. See, that's, that's good. Then they did the second-year strings and then the third-year strings, and the difference was really quite amazing. That was her point, obviously. Sure. Was to have the parents see, this is going to turn into music. Because the, the third-year kids, it was like, wow, this sounds like actual music.
3: Little 12-year-olds playing The Devil Went Down to Georgia.
4: <laughs> One thing I noticed as kids get older, though, the boys... So I'm seeing. What am I seeing? Fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I guess is what I saw last night. The boys all kind of tracked together. There was still a sameness to the boys in their dress. Okay. The girls seemed to splinter off. Mm. There were, as you got into the sixth graders, it was pretty clear you are either a girly girl wearing. I'm. A, I'm. I'm. I'm into the whole girl thing. Like dress, some sort of something on your legs. Um, and, you know, like some sort of heelish shoes. Or the girls that are going to go with, I'm wearing tennis shoes and, and and athleisure. Yeah. They really split off on choosing a path, huh, it looked like to me, whereas the boys were all the same. Yeah. And I don't know if that's part of the girls maturing faster and we're starting to head toward into dating and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. It just struck me.
3: Girls have choices these days, Jack. I think that's healthy. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. You seem to take a clear path, though. Yes. I mean, there
4: is... It was almost like every other girl was, you're dressed completely like a very feminine girl. You're dressed like a guy. Yes, they are. An, an athletic are, guy.
3: There are two paths you can go by. But in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on.
4: You're just quoting Led Zeppelin songs? Is that what you're doing? Is that what that was? Ah!
3: <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> yeah, more or less.
4: A lot of talk about how uh, the, 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 the teacher talked about how kids that are involved in music tend not to do this or that and i don't know i haven't looked into the actual data on that i know that doing extracurriculars tends to keep i don't know if it keeps kids out of trouble or if the kind of kids that wouldn't get in trouble do that stuff i don't know which probably is true both
3: probably both
5: it keeps them busy and provides some structure i don't and
4: and
3: it provides them a feeling of accomplishment yeah. i think they yeah. feel like their their lives are leading to something maybe
5: and i don't th- Think that there's much difference. Eh, I'm sure there's probably some, but it's just important to have a thing. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's chess club or the music thing, right? Just having an extracurricular that you enjoy and actively want to participate in seems very healthy.
4: Looking, trying to remember my school career, there 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 were the kids that like weren't involved in anything. Sure, like I did some sports poorly, I was in music poorly, Mm -hmm. I did everything poorly, but Mm -hmm. I was involved in something. But there were some kids that didn't, and then there were some that were just jocks or just music or whatever. Um and then there were kids that didn't get involved in anything. Um and I I always, always kind of wondered about that. It was like you're you you did not want to or your parents didn't want you to or, or what was going on there. But then, you know, I often, find that sad. Often it, it it I feel it kind of feels that way to me too. But often it was the kids that gotten uh, they were living sort of troubled lives.
3: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You're not getting that encouragement, that little nudge out the door, the whole uh it's going to be a little tough, but you stick with it, it's worth it, those life lessons. Yeah. Yeah, and that sort of thing, it's, it matters who your parents are, what your family culture is. Nobody's comfortable talking about this in public, but that's enormously powerful. Everybody wants to pretend, partly because they can get more money and funding by pretending that it's up to the schools, it's up to the government to form young people. But family culture is the single most powerful determinant of success.
4: Always has been, always will be. Right. Um, right. Speaking of which, so I mentioned the other day on the air... I don't remember. My son was doing something, but I said on the air about uh, how I'm regularly telling him, "I don't, I don't care what your grade is or how good you are, but I really want you to try." That no, it was the really, math test. Uh, well, okay, that's, yeah. what I mean. that's so, right. He was
3: stressing uh, about the math. I yeah. just
4: want you to try. As long as you try hard, I'm, I'm fine with whatever grade you get. Well, um, one of our Asian uh, Twitter followers tweeted, I heard Jack say he doesn't care what grade his kid gets as long as he tries. You white people are so funny. <laughs> and I thought that was an interesting comment from the yeah. Asian community. Speaking of cultural norms. Where they, apparently, the, the stereotype is there's a bit more of a demand for success. Oh, yeah, Or yes. doing well. Not oh, just trying hard, yes. but doing well. Yeah. And um, And we've talked about studies that People come to this country, and is it one, gener- two generations in, whatever it is, one or two generations in, their kids do about the same as native-born kids. Yep. Back to slacking, I guess, my weak attitude of just try hard, doesn't matter what score you get, which pathetic. is... Pathetic. Pathetic. Exactly. Um, it's loser talk. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Made me uh, question my own philosophy there. Maybe I should be... really demanding more i don't no, know no 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 nobody's good at everything you white people are so funny
3: well we are we're a funny people <laughs> well,
4: you're just try hard
3: hilarious <laughs> you should see us dance <laughs> yeah, it <it's>, <laughs> says you you did dang danged asian person you got to be careful these days i did notice at the
4: at the strings concert the the asian kids in the front row i could tell they were better on average playing the instruments that everybody else. Their parents
3: probably demanded they practice for several hours. Uh, well, at least an hour a day.
4: Well, my son mentioned un uh, un unprodded. Un- he came to this conclusion completely on his own with no background whatsoever. He said, all the Asian kids have already taken lessons in this stuff. They already know how to play, mm-hmm. like when they showed up to violin or cello. Right. All the other kids, like my kid, they'd never picked up an instrument like that in their lives. The other kids had been taking the Suzuki method for violin since they were four years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an Asian thing, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, for a lot of folks. It's fine. There's room for all of us on, on this big uh, blue marble. You have Jack, to constantly, that's my philosophy.
4: You have to constantly ascertain as a parent whether you're pushing your kids too hard or not hard enough. And, and it
3: runs the gamut are you, from are, tiger mom to do nothing so are you saying then as a parent if there's a bustle in your hedgerow don't be alarmed Sh-
4: now? still going with the Led Zeppelin lyrics
6: for some reason.
3: Ah! check out the great new swag like the new masks at armstrongandgetty.com you're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show